Hello, I'm Liv Bolton, and you're listening to The Outdoors Fix, a podcast to inspire people wanting to make adventures outdoors a bigger part of their life. The Outdoors Fix is produced in association with our friends at Ellis Brigham Mountain Sports. We've got four guests today, Stacey, Keith, and their two young sons, Finn and Baby Cullen. They're known as an outdoors family on Instagram and live in Dundee in Scotland. Having a young family certainly hasn't stopped Stacey and Keith exploring and having big adventures in the outdoors. They now take their sons hiking, canoeing and wild camping all over Scotland and have just come back from an epic eight-week adventure in New Zealand as part of their shared parental leave. I went to visit them in Dundee to hear how they managed to have such an adventurous family life, often on little sleep, and what advice they have for other families keen to get outdoors more. I spoke to them all together, so as you can imagine, this episode is pretty lively. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Head to theoutdoorsfix.com or Instagram to see photos of some of Stacey, Keith and their son's adventures, as well as details of the hikes they mentioned in the episode. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast if you like it. And feel free to spread the word with your family and friends. So here we go. Stacey and Keith, thank you so much for having me to Dundee. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Makes a change. Yes. <laughs> it's also really lovely for me because I used to live nearby a few years ago. And it's a, yeah, a real chance to, to come back and explore memories. Yeah. Who have we got here? This is Colin. He is 11 months old and he sounds like he'll be joining in with us. <laughs> Sweet. And, and then we've also got Finn somewhere around as well. Yeah, he's off playing at the minute, but no doubt he'll, he'll come back in and join us. And Finn is how old? He's seven. Oh, amazing. Yeah. And you, as a family, have so many outdoors adventures together, don't you? I don't know. We, we find that being outdoors kind of really helps us uh, to have fun, to be normal, if you like, um, to feel connected. connected. I, think, yeah. I think it's so easy nowadays to just get bogged under with loads of different distractions and everything. But just heading outdoors, I think for us, it's, it's just so simple. It takes everything Back to, back to normal, like Keith was saying. Has the outdoors always been a big thing for you as a couple? Before I met Stacey, I, I was uh, actually a climbing instructor and sailing instructor as well, and used to climb uh, a lot, probably, what, three or four times a week, um, and get outdoors kind of almost once a week, uh, outdoor climbing. Well, we, we, we met in uni. And... I wasn't from a very outdoorsy family, so we used to go up to Dartmoor just a few times a year. Um, and then I met Keith, and one of our first holidays together was up at the Lake District. And we went up the old man of Coniston. <clears throat> and I just remember how much my legs ached for days after that. So it was like my <laughs> first proper mountain. I was really proud of it. And it was just, you know, the views and everything else. It was hard work. It's still hard work. Going up hills not got it any easier for me. <laughs> but um, yeah, we've just kind of taken it from there. It was something that I, I just absolutely loved. And as a couple, we used to finish work on Friday and head up the motorway to the lakes just sleep in the car and just have a weekend out on the hills and then head back ready for work on the Monday morning. We just try and do that as often as we could. So as a couple, obviously very, very adventurous. And then when you started to have your family, um, did you want the outdoors to be a big part of family life? So I I think probably more than kind of thinking it must be a big part of family life. We just kind of thought, well, we're not going to (laughs) stop, if that makes more sense. So when you had Finn then, what was the first adventure you took him on and how old was he? 
we went to the Lake District at about, he was six weeks old. Mm. Wow, and baby. It was gorgeous, there was snow on the mountains, and we went on a few little walks, <coughs> didn't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, just had this little place in the middle of nowhere, and just wanted to introduce him to the outdoors, to the mountains, and... I, I remember, so, in, in his first year, we went on several trips to the lakes, and one to Scotland. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, we'd take him up hills and, and that kind of thing in, in the carrier, so he's well protected. And it's, it's lovely because at that age, um, babies will often just fall asleep on, on a walk. Um, so, you know, so you can get a bit, bit of peace, peace and quiet as well at the same time. <laughs> um. Tell me about some more of the adventures that you've been on when Finn was young and be- before Cullen came along. We've slept in a cave. Wow, um, where was that? Uh, so that was up on in the Bone Caves in the northwest of Scotland. Um, so um, in Ascent area, there's, yeah. there's some kind of fairly famous uh, caves up there, uh, and we went and spent a night in those. Uh, that was actually our son's uh, request. Uh, so he, he was really insistent that we had to go sleep in a cave. Oh really? So, oh, that was fun. Yeah. Our other really really fa- favourite kind of wild camp would be when we were, when we walked over Ben McDewey. Um, yeah, that's one of my favourites. Yeah, yeah. So this was um, again. Finn was four or four at the time. So I, I'd been ski, tour, ski, uh, ski touring over there um, in the winter, and um, he'd seen the pictures. And, and he, you know, we told him about the, the tale of the of the great man of Ben McDewey. He said, "We've got to go there. I've got to go there and, and see." Um, and so uh, you know, we organised in the summer that we would, we, you know, we'd give it a go. So we set off from the Cairngorm um, Ski Centre car park and walked over Cairngorm out to Ben McDewey and then camped uh, by Loch Etchachan for the first night and then walked down to uh, Loch Avon uh, for the second night um, and then walked back over um, at the end. Um, but it's kind of nice because we got to explore things like the there's, uh, there's some uh, rock houses uh, there, kind of little baby spots underneath rocks. Um, there's some lovely lots with beaches. Um, and great scenery. We saw reindeer, and then with canoeing, we've done we've done trips to things like uh, canoeing to the only island on a lake on an island on a lake in the UK. Where was that? Uh, so on Loch Marie, there's uh, one of one of the islands is big enough that it's got a, got a couple of lakes on it, and one of those has got a little island on the middle. Wow. So. A few years ago, we went. Um, we spent a month bagging 20 plus Munros for charity. Um, it was a charity called Tommy's and at the end of the four weeks we ended up bagging 22 I think it was oh, and wow. um, we wanted to do that because we'd miscarried the year before and the time that we set that challenge it was going to be baby's due date and the closer we got to it I think for me I was just feeling like I was beginning to fall apart. I didn't really want to to have to deal with that head on and I just wanted to put all my energy into something um, positive yeah. from that yeah. um, if you can. So we decided to set that challenge and to do something that we loved and getting outdoors, there are so many benefits for it and especially to raise the money for Tommy's as well, it just kind of turned something that was utterly devastating into something that we could make a positive from if that yeah. makes any sense. Yeah. Um, but Finn did absolutely amazing with it. I think where we've tried to constantly get out with him, he's growing up not knowing any different. And so he loves the outdoors, and when we say, let's go out and bag a Monroe or whatever, you know, there's the usual grumbles at the bottom. Who doesn't grumble <laughs> when you start? But um, yeah, he, he, he gets right into it. And the more varied the paths, 
he deals with that a lot yeah. more better. He likes variety. He likes wildlife spotting and and all the rest of it. And so with the Munros and the twenty plus Munros yeah. you did, how many kilometres were that? Was that and um, oh, it, the the ascent was just a bit less than the height of Everest. Oh my um, goodness! Yeah. Total distance, I'm not quite sure. Hundred and something kilometres was it? Something like that. I can't can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, it was, it was a, a fairly fairly decent amount of distance. Though, and taking a young child on that—that's yeah, a pretty yeah. big thing. So yeah, Finn was five. Five and a half at the Five time. And a half. Um, yeah. We had a list of kind of forty plus Munros, and we just picked from there, chased the good weather. Um, we did repeats of ones that we'd already done, so he a knew. few. And which, which are your favourites on that trip? Um, I, I think the the Loch Nagar circuit was kind yeah. of atmospheric, so that one we'd kind of been forecast reasonable weather, and it turned out that it just rained the whole time oh my until we got round to the fifth of the Munro summits. Uh, when we finally got to see where we'd walked. Um, yeah. uh, I liked the Dramacta 4. Yeah. They get a bit of a bad rep because they're just right next to the A9. And so you hear the traffic to begin with. But the views, I think we were spoilt with weather on that day as well. Yeah. But the views were just gorgeous down the other side. Yeah, so this is this is where you're looking across towards um, Ben Alder and so on, yeah. across um, uh, uh, Loch Erecht. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 a really nice, uh, really nice kind of set of mountains. Um, and we tend, if we can, um, to combine uh, kind of multiple Munros together with a wild camp, because actually with children it works really well, uh, or at least with Finn it works really well yeah. because it reduces the total amount of distance and ascent that you need to do in a day. Um, and that's you know it, it just makes it so much more fun. Plus you get the, the fun of camping out. then you all egg each other on to get out there and have more adventures. We definitely don't do duvet days and we, we've got a bit of a saying, I guess everyone, every family's got one and ours is always Team Wilcox and we do the cheesy thing, get hands in the middle and woohoo, all of that when, when it gets a bit too much as well. So we definitely do try to, to work as a team and to kind of, like you say, just thin those. We've all got our strong points and our weaker points and we do just try and encourage each other and... And it, like Keith was saying, kind of getting, getting a child's point of view of, of an adventure and trying to include them into it as well. It's just, it's great. And what do you think Finn's learnt about the outdoors? Has it helped his knowledge of nature? He loves his wildlife. Yes, he is. Um, and nature mad. Absolutely, nature mad. And it's kind of fascinating as a parent to see. You kind of, um, like during the week with all of his learning and everything like that. You get him outdoors at the weekend and he's just completely full of confidence. You can't shut him up. He's there pointing out all these facts to you and he's really kind of gung-ho adventurous and it's just being outdoors absolutely suits him. We say it time and time again. I think he, he thrives in it. It's, yeah, yeah. It's something that he's just able to, to just go with. And as we've said, it's, we've tried to do it <clears throat> get outdoors with him from a young age. He doesn't know any difference, so he's just, let me go, yeah. <laughs> I want to go. Yeah, I mean, that, that's not saying it's always easy, no, right? It's, so it's we, we, we do have our fair share of, of days where it's, it's a real battle to get out the front door um, and to actually get started. Um, or there have been there plenty of times where we arrive at, at a car park about to set off and it's kind of like, why are we getting out of the, why are we getting out of the car? Um, but normally, you know, if, if you can force yourself past that kind of uh, that block yeah. and actually get outside and, and get going, uh, it suddenly all becomes really, really clear why you've started. Yeah. And, and, but it was worthwhile. Yeah.
You do lots of outdoors adventures with your parents, don't you, and with your yeah. new little brother. What has been your favourite one? I think Ben McDewey. It was really nice. It had quite a bit of snow. Yeah. Yeah, it, it also felt kind of quite nice just snuggling on it into to whatever kind of that dunk you could find. It yeah. was really nice. And why do you like being outdoors? I kind of really like animals. And I might be a, maybe an animal get a zoologist or paleontologist when I'm older. Oh, so that sounds amazing. I really, really like to get outdoors to take all the pictures I can. And what's your favourite animal that you've seen outdoors? Red squirrel. They're quite rare, red squirrels, aren't they? Yeah. Wow, and where did you see that one? Do you remember? We saw them... In the bluebell woods, weren't they? In the bluebell woods. There were two with some really amazing kind of... One was climbing up, went into the hole. You could actually see where the hole was. Then brought another one out, and then they were just jumping around the trees and chasing each other. That must have been amazing to see. Yeah. And do you like wild camping, Finn? Yeah. <laughs> what do you like about it? Well, it's kind of the toasty feeling, all cuddling up together. I'm going to say it like three peas in a pod. Oh, that's so when you're out with your parents and your brother outdoors, how do you feel? I feel really kind of nice. I feel like it's really nice just kind of hanging out with my family. Oh, it's lovely. Well, thank you, Finn. That was so lovely to hear about your how much you love adventuring outdoors. So thank you. You've been to New Zealand recently with the kids. Tell yes. me about that. We decided to go for a bit of shared parental leave mm -hmm. and we went to New Zealand, me and Keith, about 12 years ago. We took a year out to go travelling and it was just such a beautiful country and we didn't do much trekking at the time there but we thought that we'd head back. Um, obviously with a young baby we wanted to take that into consideration as well, somewhere that was easy transport and if things did go wrong, kind of healthcare and bits like that. And how long were you there for? Eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Whereabouts did you travel? Uh, we went around the whole lot, so we started off in Auckland, around the South Island, right, pretty much right down to the bottom before coming back up um, North Island on the uh, East Coast um, and then finished off at Auckland again. Amazing. How did you get around with everyone? We hired a car for the eight weeks and we just camped a lot of the time as well and stayed in a few of the little huts in a few of the campsites as well so we didn't really plan that far ahead just took it as it came and just tried to take it take it slow but taking as much as we wanted to as well so yeah. it, was, it was a fantastic adventure. Stacey what for you has been the best family adventure you've had together? We asked Finn um, when we were doing the Monroe challenge of what if there was any particular ones he'd like to do or or what kind of if he'd like to have a wild camp or something like that and um he said about bagging a Munro at sunrise. So we haven't even thought of that as well. This is what I mean about including the kids. They think outside the box. So we made that happen. We went and camped 
set the alarm crazy early. Um, I think about half past one, two o'clock or something. Yeah, so like it, was, it, was, it was summer, so sunrise was about five o'clock. Yeah, and just kind of lying there going, are we actually doing this? And Finn was like, no, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we're doing it. And so we got up and we got we got to the summit just as the sun was coming up, and it was just absolutely gorgeous. Wow. Which one was that? Um, ben Rack, I suspect, mm-hmm. but I could well be mispronouncing that as well. <laughs> oh, but the view—it must have been stunning. It was. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah we were in Cairngorms, and it was just yeah, all the colours and just. Finn and his sense of achievement and he was like this is my adventure and you guys are just along for the ride I'm cold get out the biscuits get out of my coat that kind of yeah, thing yeah. but yeah I think that one definitely sticks in my mind as well yeah yeah where have you been with Cullen then so far I mean Cullen's only 11 months old he is yeah. so um, he's been up a few Munros himself we're not going to say he's bagged it because we're kind of harsh parents and he's going to have to work for that doesn't qualify <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> So he's been up a few in his little back carrier. Um, we went up, we did a few um, at Glen Shee when he was 11 weeks, I think. Yeah, so they're about the um, easiest of the Munros yeah. around. Um, so we went up a couple of those. And it was just a nice reintroduction as well after having, having him and getting back out in the mountains and just seeing, because you do start quite high and it's not that far to the first summit, just seeing how he would do and having that backup plan of, it's just a straightforward plod that down to the car. Yeah. If he doesn't like it for whatever reason, but he did all right with it. He's been up a few more and like I say, we're getting him into canoeing (laughs) slowly. Yeah. Wild camping, he's absolutely loving it. I think again, it just takes, takes everything back to a simple, simple way. He's not distracted with anything and he's just really in the moment and I think we all kind of, we all do just so much better with that. How do you fit this into your working lives? I mean, Keith, you're a lecturer. Yes, yes. I have a little online shop uh, selling outdoor gear for kids, but that's closed at the minute, obviously, maternity leave. But um, I think we just tend to prioritise things a bit different. The garden is a mess, the fridge has got mouldy food in it, and (laughs) the car is a mess, and... You know, there's always things that we need to to do. We moved house last August and there's still boxes that we need to unpack. But, you know, I think we know the benefits for us as getting out as a family and we try, we just make that the priority. And yeah. But it, everything I, else can wait. <laughs> again, it isn't always easy. So, you know, we, we have we have lots of weekends where we intend to do, uh, you know, where we do intend to kind of go out for a weekend. Yeah. And then the weather lines up a little bit little bit uh, rubbish and again UK wide but uh, Scotland in particular is very good at lining up bad weather on the weekends <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, you know so that that kind of catches us out relatively regularly uh, and then we do get a fair number of weekends where you know come kind of Thursday where they're going oh my gosh we'd said we'd be planning for what we're doing this weekend and we haven't even started yet and we're just so tired because we've been up four times every night um, and uh, hey, should we just do day trips? <laughs> um, so you know, uh, it does it does happen that way, uh, relatively regularly. Keith, Stacey, and we've got Finn here as well. <laughs> who who are the people who have really inspired your outdoors adventures? Whether it's been as a couple or as a family. I'm going to go for Sir Human Row, um, not because of all of the Monroes but because he made a silly list. 
uh, frankly. So if you actually look at the Munro list, it, it's changed over time and different tops have kind of come and gone. And they're not all of the tops over 3,000 feet, they're just some selection of them. Um, because there's another thing called Munro tops. But the really nice thing about having the list is that it kind of gets you into different areas and it gets you to think of going to different places. And it's really great to kind of um, not get stuck on the same mountains because it's so easy to think, hey, there's these few mountains that are within about an hour of us. Um, let's go back and do them again and do them again and do them again. Uh, so yeah, definitely uh, in terms of getting us to go to new places and, and walk new, new places, see new things. Um, uh, so human way. That's a good suggestion. So Finn, so who or what has inspired your outdoors adventures? I can like seeing all of the kind of reptiles and mammals and birds mixed together to make a giant bun, bundle of animals. I really like that. And does that, seeing those animals, does it make you want to be in the outdoors more? Yeah. Oh, lovely. And, and Stacey, how about you? Is there a, another person that has inspired your adventures? Um, well, I'm just going to say other families I think you see so many families doing amazing things online on social media that I just I love social media for that um, and they're just doing so much outdoors I think one person that we followed ever since Finn was really young is Amelia who blogs over at Tales of a Mountain Mama and she gets out whatever the weather with her kids and she's just such an inspiration because she keeps it really raw it is not always easy There's, it can be tough and it can be gritty and it can be messy and chaotic and it can also be beautiful and awesome and incredible and she shows both sides and to me that's just really inspirational because it's, yeah. it's life isn't it yeah and she, that's what she she blogs she about it she shows it it's great <laughs> coming up at the end of the podcast your real outdoors fix a minute of the sounds of nature to divert your mind away from daily life but now back to Stacey, Keith and Finn for their tips and advice. Stacey and Keith, tips for family outdoor adventures. What would you suggest? Um, I think my first main one would be be flexible with plans. Uh, keep it fun, keep it lighthearted. If the weather turns or if you're not having any fun or if whatever reason, don't be afraid to turn back. Um, yeah. The mountain, the walk, trip to the park, it's always going to be there. And it's, it's actually something that took us a little bit of time to learn. So, um, yeah. you know, there were a few times that we were, you know, we'd set out to walk a particular hill and, um, you know, instead we managed, to, we managed to see a puddle with some tadpoles in and slide down a snow patch. And it's quite easy to kind of think of that as a failed trip, but it isn't. The, the other one, so just go for it, um, but, be, but you know, be planned and know what the weather's going to do. So um, you know, know your route, uh, know the ascent and that kind of thing, and check the weather forecasts. Uh, so we check, standardly, we check both Mountain Weather Information Service um, and we check Met Office. Uh, weather forecasts and we're looking for summit wind speeds that are typically less than 20 miles an hour so um, actually summit wind speeds and wind chill are probably the two biggest things to watch out for um, because above about 20 miles an hour young children say about uh, less than five years old will start to be being blown over and buffeted around and it's just no fun a poop kit remember your poop kit 
Finn has found some amazing picturesque places where nature calls. Um, yeah. <laughs> so having a boot kit always yeah. handy. The, the movement causes uh, movement, and um, yeah, you, you don't want to kind of sit at a summit can and find that there's uh, uh, a, a surprise there waiting for you. And do you um, take a, do you take a trowel? Yeah, so so we take trowel, loo roll, and bags. Um, so our standard approach, uh, if the if the ground's soft, is that we'll dig a hole uh, about six inches deep. Um, uh, get the poop into that, bury it, um, and pack the loo roll out and bring that out with us. Um, if the ground's too hard or it's not possible to, to uh, dig a hole or it's a very, very busy place, um, then it's better just to bag, bag the whole lot. Are there any particularly amazing routes in Scotland that you have thought have been brilliant for family adventures? Um, so, obviously, being fairly close to the Cairngorms, we, we, we think there are some great opportunities there. Uh, particularly, there are some places where you can start very high. Um, so both at Glenshee, uh, you can start at about 650 metres, and also from Cairngorm Ski Centre, you can start at a similar kind of height. And that means that you, you can actually do some fairly big mountains um, with a, a relatively short day, fairly little ascent, and, and that's really good. Um, another place I'd really recommend would be uh, Ascent. So up in the northwest of Scotland, um, there are fairly small hills like Stack Polly, um, uh, and uh, Colmore, Col I'll, I'll butcher the name again, um, but those ones are ones which are just spectacular because the mountains are just these kind of great chunks that stick out of this big kind of moorland of, you know, moor and lakes, um, but they're very achievable, the distance is fairly, fairly small, um, but it's quite a long way to get to. Is there any particular age that you can start adventuring with babies and young children, or, or is it any age? So you can start at any age. The, one of the biggest things that you have to kind of get over is, is the kind of worry and fear. I'd recommend for a first trip, go somewhere that you really know. Uh, so pick a route you know, pick a, pick a trip that you know. Uh, because doing that, you can take out most of the kind of uncertainty, most of the unknowns, um, and you can know what you're letting yourself in, in for before you start. And so your only kind of new bit is working out um, you know, how it's going to be with a baby rather than how it's going to be and are you going to know where you're going and that kind of thing. Um, so it makes life a lot easier. How have you found the cost of travelling as a family and, and doing these outdoors adventures? I think to begin with we used a lot of gear that me and Keith already had. The first time we tried wild camping with Finn we weren't too sure if it was something that he'd enjoy so we just got a really cheap supermarket pop-up tent and just tried that and luckily he went with it so we saved up again and just went and, and bought one that was lightweight that would suit suit the four of us now as well so um what would be your tips about equipment then? Um, treat kids just like little mini adults, so make sure they've got the best equipment as well possible. Um, that doesn't mean they have to be expensive ones, you can get really decent gear um, either online, second hand, from the high street, um, so decent walking boots, waterproof jackets as well, and make sure they're warm enough too. What would you say to people who are about to have a family, already have young children, about being in the outdoors and adventuring? Should they hold themselves back? No. No, definitely not. Go for it. Start small. Start with something that you're comfortable with, that you've already done maybe beforehand, so you, yeah. you know what to expect. Yeah. But just go for it. Kids will surprise you. Yeah. And if, you, if you've got all the right gear, and if you, you've got kind of like everything that you need to stay safe, go for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if you kind of strip it back to its simplest, and you think, what does, what does a baby need, right? They need... Um, they need love and attention, uh, they need clean nappies, and they need milk, food, and that's kind of it, right? Um, 
well, and to be kept warm. But uh, you know, aside from that, there's, there's basically nothing else they need. So it's it's not actually that much different. Um, you know, if, if if you can do a walk or an adventure, uh, kind of on your own or as a couple, um, it's not that much extra to do it with with, with a young baby. Um, it gets a bit more tricky once they're walking um, because they get less keen to stay in carriers and that kind of thing. Um, so that takes a bit more a bit more thought. But you know, go for it. you were 15 years ago and you're looking to where you are now what would you think i think i'd probably just be there going cool <laughs> be kind of glad that we're living where we are so close to the mountains and that having kids hasn't stopped us from doing what we love um i think i'd be i'd be yeah. more than happy yeah I'd, I'd be going yeah cool and I'd, I'd be saying you know what, I'm, I'm actually really glad that we're able to share these adventures uh, with Finn and Cullen. Yeah. And, and have them part of our adventures. Uh, uh, and have them all together as a family, because it, it kind of just makes them uh, even better. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much, guys. It's been so thank lovely you. to speak to all of you. And Finn, you've been a star. Thank you very <laughs> much for chatting with us. And Cullen, you've been brilliant as well. And um, it's just been so lovely to get to know you and hear more of your adventures. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. They were such a lovely family to talk to. Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying The Outdoors Fix, please subscribe to it and mention it to your family and friends. And if you want to rate it on iTunes, that'd be much appreciated. There are also more photos and infos about the podcast and guests on theoutdoorsfix.com or on Instagram at theoutdoorsfix. The next episode, out in a couple of weeks, is all about Stuart Watts. He and three friends hold the record for the fastest rowing crossing of the Atlantic. Make sure to tune in for that podcast when it's out. Now, time for some sounds from nature and an opportunity to relax. This time, it's the sound of water flowing out of the tarn and into the stream at Watendleth near Derwent Water in the Lake District. Thank you for listening to The Outdoors Fix. The podcast is proudly supported by Ellis Brigham Mountain Sports, stores nationwide and online, offering everything you need to equip you for the best outdoors experience.